I came here tonight, and I just need a touch from heaven. I've already got it. I feel it. And I'm so thankful God's very mindful of his people, aren't you? Amen. Our homecoming's coming up the second Sunday in May. I mean, the second of May, which is the first Sunday in May. And Brother Jim Satcher from Germantown, Ohio, be preaching for us. You don't know him, that uh, L.L. Collins' son-in-law. And he's a great guy, and I've known him for many, many years. In fact, before we ever got married, when we were going to Eastside, he uh, came and ministered to, to us at a special occasion we had. But uh looks to me like, from the signs they're putting on 44, it'll be closed again. Yeah, it's supposed to close this weekend to further notice, I guess. And uh, But I'm glad that when the problems of the past, we've got alternate routes. Amen. So uh, I just uh, thank God I'm here with you, and it looks to me like, according to your board there, you had a real good crowd, a real big crowd Sunday. And uh, I, I know that you prepared your hearts to see what God would have for you. Just presented Jesus Christ as how God wanted you to. And I'm so thankful for that. And uh, we ourselves had a great time, and we've been praying for God just to show his power. Amen. Supernatural power. And uh, sometimes he's got ways of fooling us. He's got it all worked out before we ever get to church anyway. He just wants somebody to be obedient. And uh, we were discussing this on the way to church, asking God and been praying, God, we need a Holy Ghost outpouring. We need something exciting. We need you to move in our behalf. Well, it started when we got up to open up the service and uh, at 10 o'clock when we started morning worship at about 11. It started then. I finally settled down and uh, the preliminaries that we do before they go to class, we took care of that. Then our teacher was set on fire by the power of God. He changed his message and teaching. And uh, then a cantata come. We, I saw things in that cantata I had never seen in my entire life. Our pianist, who is our choir director and gets these things together, I had never in my life seen her dance in the spirit till Sunday. She had never done that in all of her life. One of the best prayer warriors you'd ask to have anywhere. And uh, even seen her run about like here to that uh, seat there. And she had never done that in her life, you know. We preachers like to have a little fun out of those occasions. But we're so thankful, so thankful that God's blessing. But um, there's only one area that God's leading me in tonight. And... Uh, I'll share what God is, is uh, putting in my heart, and uh, then I'll get out of the way. Is that all right? I perceive that not only in our church, but in most of our churches, it uh, seems like there's a lot of pressures anymore, and they're intensifying in lives of men and women. And uh, I know they are in ours. It seems like if there's not one thing, it's another. And... Uh, I know that uh, physically that I'm not able to handle everything that comes along. Mentally, I'm not. 
but with God's grace, I'm more than a conqueror. Amen. And uh, good people do go through some bad times. Some of y'all may even be going through some now. I don't know. But uh, I heard a lot of prayer requests. You've got sickness like we got sickness. Praying for some that's been praying. And there's always that concern that they don't drift back out from where they came from. We're living too close to the end time. I believe it's knocking right on our doors. I don't know about you. And uh, on the way to church here tonight, heard another uh, uh, news uh, statement that another tornado, 7.8, touched someplace. But it wasn't in the United States. It's another country. But, you know, Los Angeles felt the part that went into, and also, uh, I believe it was uh, another state we had that felt the touch from the one that was in Mexico. Folks, it's happening all around us. I believe that God is telling his church to look up. Things are getting ready to change for you. We're getting ready to go home. Amen. But until I get home, I need some strength. Until I get there, I need uh, help from God. I want you to turn with me to chapter 61, the book of Psalms. This is the only thing that God has given me, but it's sufficient when it's from him. And uh, when I left home, and the last two hours before I decided, uh, you know, I, I've been wanting to come out anyway for a while, but I was wrestling about tonight, and uh, my wife had not felt good today, and my daughter, she hadn't got home yet. Man, I tell you, it just kept getting in my system go. And when I felt that, I just went upstairs and cut a, a day-old whisker off. Amen, all of them. <laughs> and uh, took a share. Get some of the debris out of my hair where I've been out in the yard today. You know, a lot of things are flying around out in that 40 mop air gust of wind. And uh, made my way down here, but I felt like God was going to meet me here. And he has. And what I needed, every one of us when we're down, we need him to come by. Amen. And uh, as the service progressed, I began to feel him coming my way. Amen. And I'm just so thankful. So let's just share a little scripture here and uh, see how God just leads it with us. Chapter 61 of Psalm. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. How many of you ever prayed and felt like it uh, wasn't going nowhere? Yeah, we all have. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, Lead me to that rock that is higher than I. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to that rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I'm going to just stop, stop right there. Amen. Let's just pray and ask God to guide us. Father, I come to you in the precious name of Jesus. I'm asking you to move with your power and your might, God, and awaken our hearts and our minds that you're still the ancient. Amen. You're still the great I am. I come to you with thanksgiving in my heart because your word is my strength and my power, my deliverance, my fortress, my high tower. I'm praying tonight what little I can say. 
Amen. It'll be beneficial to those that are here. I'm praying your blessings upon each one of them. And we ask these favors in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for standing for the reading of God's Word. I think it's important. Well, several years ago, when I started to get my church in that groove, I guess that's a good word, for standing up for reading God's Word, I had an opportunity to recap on it a few days ago from the book of Ezra. Man, I tell you, they stood for six hours, didn't they? They did for the reading of God's Word. Amen. They went that seven days, I believe it was. And uh, then they worshiped about seven, six more hours. I tell you what, we come up short. The greatest book I've ever read on prayer was not from Pentecost or Baptist. It's from the Methodists. And uh, it was a very old book. That's when you didn't have to work like men and women do today. They felt like if you didn't pray at least six hours on your knees a day, you wasn't doing no good. And from coming from the Methodists, you know, that's something that's great. But I know that around the turn of the century, they begin to change from that. Amen. But I look at this right here. It said, uh, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to that rock that is higher than I. Uh, the pastor of any given church, such as this tonight, Brother Jay Griffin, his wife, children, uh, they are the ones that are direct involved in all of your lives. They are. And uh, so uh, according to how big your crowd is and what all the needs are, they're going to hear about it. And they're going to be touched about it. And uh, then it seems like uh, there's times when maybe we have uh, exhausted our energies ourselves. And sometimes maybe like him tonight is not feeling you know, on cloud nine physically, amen, but I don't think it's hurt his spirit any. But anyway, uh, we need some extra help, don't we? And I recognize when I look at this right here, and the writing right here, it said, lead me to that rock that is higher than I. When my heart is overwhelmed, when it seems like I've done the best I can, nothing's working out for me, and it seemed like uh, everywhere I turn, it's getting worse. And said, Lord, I need help. I need some guidance. I need some strength. Lead me to that rock. I don't want to go to just any rock. I want to go to that rock, Jesus Christ. I know he's my burden bearer. Amen. He is my strength. The Bible said he is my refuge. Amen. I look at this right here, and I'm reminded of Sunday night in church. And after such a glorious morning, amen, that uh, a little bit lengthier than normal, uh, I felt that God was leading me in a different area uh, about people that are overwhelmed. But I, I went at it different, something I hadn't done in our church before. Said so just laying hands on them and praying for them. I got the elders of the church, lined them up. I started praying and told them to go right through that line. Well, there's some people that, you know, are good people. But seem like there seem like the pressures are just pouring in on them, and they can't break loose. I'm talking about older people that's been living for God a long time. Amen. There are pressures there, and uh, it, it just comes from seem like many directions. This particular home that I'm talking about, they've been with me just a very few years, but I knew this mother in the Lord needed help, 
And you could see her. You could pray with her. She'd feel a touch. But she needed deliverance. She needed more than that. She needed to get a hold and be where this rock is. That is higher than she was. And uh, I could sense God moving in her behalf. And uh, she had, uh, she will smile at you. That covers up a lot of the hurt sometimes that's on the inside. A smile does that. And, uh, but I know her spirit enough, been with them enough, that I realized still way down deep inside she needed help. And that burden, whatever it was, was pretty heavy on her shoulders. And uh, I could sense there's a pressure there that she needed help. She wasn't the only one. There's probably uh, maybe 10 people or maybe more in that line. But as they went through there and the Spirit of God began to move, then she got over there with the other prayer warriors. You don't need to have the pastor do it all, friends. Amen. Let's get behind him. But I can see as she got in that line, I'm praying with others that's soon going to follow. I begin to hear a sound, amen, a worship and praise. I begin to see a countenance begin to change. I begin to see the glory come down. The power of God moving her whole body. Amen. And you know what I begin to feel like? I believe she was led to that rock that is higher than I. When her, when her heart her soul was overwhelmed. She needed a touch from heaven. You can pat them on the back. You can speak comforting words, but there's no substitute from the presence of the Almighty. Can I have an amen? Amen. He needs to walk through the garden of our heart. Amen. And calm the storm that often goes through there. Amen. So with all the things that's on my mind, my church family and sickness everywhere, it seemed like, you know, your own home sometimes, things hit you too. Amen. But as I look at that, I was out in the yard today and my neighbor come over. He's a sinner man. And he said, my buddy got a job. We both plied, but my buddy got it. I like what he had. He said, man, I need some money. He said, I need help, but he needed it worse than I did. He came to me, a sinner man, about a week or two ago. As I was getting ready to pull him a driveway and park it, I seen him run out of the house. He said, Preacher, I need you to talk to somebody bigger than we are. Amen. And he living a wrong kind of lie. And I began to think about it. He said, I need a job. I need a good job. But he said, my friend, that we went together, he said he needed worse than I did. He's got three sons, and he's trying to take care of them. He's already lost his car. He's three months behind on his house payment, but he got a job today. Amen. I tell you, there are times that people are overwhelmed. And I tell you, when I look at this right here, the world needs to know about Jesus. Amen. The world needs to know about it. Who is going to show them them? It's you and I. Amen. That when we feel that pressure coming our way, it's a, and it's trying to get you down, and you seem like your mind can't get straightened out without thinking about this situation or that situation. Anybody with me tonight? Amen. And then about that time, then everything comes against you. You need to steal away somewhere and let God begin to talk to you. I tell you, the book of Psalm, the first six, six or so chapter, will strengthen you. It talked about David when he was down. He looked to God. 
God when he felt like his enemies were about to get the best of him. He turned to God. I say, let's turn to God. Amen. Who but God can do such things as he? Who but God can do such things as he? Oh, he caught out of my side. Who but God? As she began to sing that song tonight, I began to feel like this was coming together. Amen. Who but God? When you're down and out and you're discouraged, amen, you can do one or two things. You can cry about it. You can pout about it. You can mope about it. But I'm going to tell you what's going to bring deliver when you go to that rock. Hallelujah. When you go to that rock, that is higher than I. There's power in that rock. There's deliverance in that rock. There's shelter from the storm in that rock. What a God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Let me find something right quick here. Amen. Right here, I'm going to start out with three verses. Then I'm going to leave there and go on down. David is talking. He's needing help. He was telling how bad a shape he's in. He said, God's my refuge. He hadn't forgot that. He said, and strength, a very present help in trouble. And right here is what he's going through. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountain be carried into the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with a swelling thereof. Amen. Here he's talking about, seem like everything that could be is going around or going wrong in his life. Amen. He was talking about the mountain, which are things that's too big for you to climb. Amen. The rivers and things that's around him. Amen. He's down and out. But about that time, just like you and I, he begins the next verse. Amen. With something that is special. He said, but there is a river. Hallelujah. There is a river. Amen. He said, the stream whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. Amen. I begin to think about that river that flows from a God on high. Amen. We can speak of the Holy Ghost. It's spoken of as a river of living water. Amen. I tell you what I can see coming from God's song. When we need help, he's looking for God to help him. There is a river. Do you have that in your life tonight? Amen. I don't want a dry stream bed. Amen. I want a river flowing through my heart. There is a river, amen, that flows from Emmanuel's bread. I'm going to talk about the power of the Holy Ghost. It works through God the Father. It works through God the Son. And it works through God the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm about ready to shout. Oh, hallelujah. But what is in this river? I'm going to tell you some things in this river right here. I believe his grace is in that river. I believe his power. We've already talked about the strength. Amen. His strength. I believe there's a refuge in this river tonight. Amen. But let it begin to flow. Let it move on J. Griffin's heart. Move on yours and yours and yours. And then it begins to flow. I'm going to tell you what. That river that's full of God's glory. That's full of God's grace. Oh, it's going to flow and lift you out. And get you out of the molly grub, the dying out, the discouragement. Here is a hope in this generation. When the pressures of life, 
are overwhelming us. We can just find a place to pray. Amen. Just like I was sitting here a while ago. And I'm asked for God's help. They begin to sing that song. I begin to feel something. Amen. I begin to feel a touch. Amen. To my heart. Amen. I felt God, you just tell me you're going to make everything all right. There is a river. Amen. A river of God's grace. A river of God's glory. A river of God's power. Amen. It's flowing today. Amen. We may as well to get rid of a, a sitting on the banks. I believe in getting right in it. They, well, glory. There's a man came to my church this week to do a little work. He's a preacher man, and you may even know him. He's not Pentecost, but he's not far from it. Amen. He had those little gadgets there you put on your door. It seemed like you could never get nothing going right. He said, Preacher, I'm going home and coming back later. He said, I can't understand none of this. So I looked down there in that little box, seen writing on it. Seen writing on it. Amen. And he looked at that and looked at me. He said, I write messages down on everything. And this is one of the boxes that the equipment come in. And he could forget that box somewhere. But I like what it said. Amen. And this is something you and I. Have remembers the uh, river of Ezekiel? Way out knee deep, waist deep, and knee deep, waist deep, and ankle deep, and all that. Till it got out there to swimming waters. Amen. How can we tell? This is what he had written down. How can we tell somebody to come on in if we're only ankle deep? Amen. How can we tell them to come on in? It's fine if we're only ankle deep. I'm going to tell you when you get involved, I want to be overshadowed. I want to be covered. I got my my side from head to toe. I want his power to move in my life. I want us to get away from that ankle deep. Amen. From the knee deep and waist deep. Let's get into the swimming water because there is a river full of God's grace and his glory and his power. Amen. And when he comes by, he'll lift you up. Amen. On high. And your heart and your mind will be out of down in that area. Lead me to that rock that is higher than I. I'm glad as I watched that sister getting blessed Sunday night amongst others that I could say that she, amen, was led to that rock that is higher than I. She left there with a countenance that was different than on a Sunday morning. Amen. She left there a different countenance when she come to church that night. She left there with victory in her heart. Amen. I'm going to tell you, God's grace is sufficient. Amen. God will do one of two things in a Christian's life. He can help you to avoid certain situations. And he can if he wants to. But if he chooses for you to go through it, his grace is big enough in your life through him to see you right through it. We should look up, not down. Amen. I told him Sunday night. I said if I was beat down, couldn't hardly lift my head up. Amen. I think I still try to smile and make the devil wonder what I was up to next. Amen. Why? Because I'm not defeated. It's Jesus Christ, the Son of God that lives inside. Amen. I might be cast down at times. I might be hurting inside at times. But when, if you could just give me a place where you get me to that rock. Amen. I tell you, that's higher than I. Amen. It's safety for the soul. It's safety for the spirit. Amen. It's a lifter up of our head. 
lead me to that rock that is higher than I. I tell you, David realized the value. He had more insight than you ever realize. You study his word. Even in 53rd Psalm, I believe it was, 51st or 53rd one, when he was repenting of his sins. You know, at that time, they offered sacrifices. Amen, they did. But he said, that's not what you need out of me. He, otherwise, he realized that uh, he needed to offer more than that. He needed to put everything in God's hand in his life. Amen. God did help him. He suffered his consequences, but God still spared him. You reap what you sow. Amen. But I'm talking to us tonight. We that know the Lord. That's been through some rough time. And it seems like uh, things sometimes don't go just like we want it to. And when you try to fix one problem, another problem rises up. Amen. It seems like you got a job. Next thing you know, they're saying, well, we don't need you anymore. Anybody ever been there? Amen. A lot of people in this world have. But I'm going to tell you, there is one. Amen. That's a lifter up of my head. And if I can just find that place, if somebody, when I'm down, if I can't make it by myself, I'll just reach over and say, Brother Jay, lead me to that rock. Lead me to that rock. Amen. I need another touch with heaven. I need to find a prayer for closet somewhere and get a hold of God. Bring our help in this troubled time as we see the end time approaching. It's going to overwhelm us on every side. You may as well to gird yourself for it. He is here. Amen. It's intensified. I'm going to tell you there is only one hope and that is staying secure in God. Staying in God's hand. Amen. In God's hand. Lean not unto thy own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. He shall direct thy path. It's him, folks. In him we live and move and have our being. It's all in Jesus. We can worry ourselves to death if we want to. We can let our minds go to and fro. Sometimes at our best, we fight those things. I'm here to tell you there is a God that's looking down. And I've read and reread and reading. And every time I come to these rough areas, I'm still seeing at the darkest moment a hand of God moving. He's not forgot you, brothers and sisters. He's very mindful of you. If you feel like your prayers are not going anywhere, forget that notion. If you're living right, he's hearing your prayers. If you're living before God wants you to, he's mindful of it. It's not how much you feel, it's how much you trust him. The feelings will come when he wants it to come. But if we don't deny the word, let the word come alive in our heart and hold on to it and not let loose, it won't be long to that rock. I read something this week. It might be worth mentioning. It said there's times we go through dry places. How many can say Amen. But to the Christian, what I read, this is not the norm. <laughs> I like that. This is not the norm. It does happen, but it's not the norm. If we will come and worship God, keep our mind upon him, amen, he's close to you. Yes, there might be some time, but it's not the norm. His norm is to be in your presence. His norm is to bless you. His norm is to heal you. Amen. Aren't you glad for that? I'll say, I want to be where the glory of God pours out. Amen. I'm the glory spout. Amen. I want to be there. Lead me to that rock that is higher than I. I like that song. Just a little talk with Jesus. Amen. Makes it right. It does. Many a time I've went to my altar to pray. 
Many a time I've spent maybe an hour, sometimes as much as four hours, but I didn't leave there without a blessing. But sometimes you try to think about it, try to handle it in your own mind, do it with your own understanding, and nothing gets better. You know, sometimes he don't even change the situation, but it changes you. He changes you in your outlook because he's real. Some time ago, maybe a year or two ago, I was in a struggle, and I've got a little hobby that I do, and uh, y'all probably don't do it, but I get once in the fall and crack them in the winter after they dry inside. And uh, it's nothing to have a couple of gallons in my refrigerator or freezer. Hey, Amen. They keep. And uh, just down there in my basement, cracking and praying. Hey, Amen. So I, I needed help from God. I needed a touch from heaven. And uh, I went down. I, when you're praying, it seems like things go quicker when you're in the spirit realm. I'm praying. Air went by. I'm praying. Another air went by. I had the cup pretty well full, which is about a pint of crack ones. Took them upstairs, come right back down, because I hadn't felt what I needed. I needed something from God. Amen. Then I began to feel a little stir way down deep inside. It might have started as a trinkle. Amen. But I didn't give up. I, need, I was thirsty in my soul. Amen. And when you go to God, just use that song, I will not be denied. And I remember down there, and when I get, uh, begin to feeling good, I, I tell you what, I begin to sing, and I'm not a singer. And uh, my family's upstairs or somewhere, and I don't care, you know. I'm by myself. But sometimes I butcher them good enough that Colleen comes to the door to holler. That's not the way it goes. And uh, it sounded all right to me, though. But I remember coming up out of my seat there when God come to me. And I began to worship God. And Colleen said the dog was on the outside going through that back and forth across that window that reaches to the outside, wondering what in the world is going on down there. I did see it, but he was wanting to know what was going on. Amen. Something had got his attention. I'm going to tell you, when we get let God come to us, when we want him bad enough, he'll be there, friend. Amen. It might not come when you want him to say and go, but he'll be there on time. It might take an hour. It might take two hours. It might be next day or next week, but he will come. Amen. I'm going to tell you, all the time in your waiting, keep yourself unspotted from the world. Keep your heart towards God. Keep the word of God in your heart. Amen. It won't be long. Amen. I went six weeks one time. I tried my best to feel God. I, people say, pray, what in the world is wrong with you? I don't know. Amen. And they say, let's go to church here. I go to church. I was none the better. I was fasting. I was praying. I was so searching. I never did find a thing. But all the time, God was doing a work. Amen. In my life that I didn't know about. It was about six weeks later and was getting ready to start a revival. Some of y'all might know this fellow, old brother Lewis Dalton. It's a many years ago. And uh, the Sunday night he was starting. But that Sunday morning in a Sunday school class, 
And while the teacher was teaching, God got a hold of my heart. My drought was over. That river began to flow. Tears began to roll down my face. Holy Ghost came down so powerful in the basement of the church at that time where I was going to. They dismissed upstairs seeing what was going on downstairs. I'm going to tell you, there is a river. That revival, amen. It was God was preparing me and preparing my heart. Amen. All the time. When you don't understand, trust Him anyway. Trust Him anyway. But draw nigh to Him through those rough times. Folks, I feel like I've given you what God's given me. And I hope that as our time of our departure, whether you go by the way of the grave, or the Lord catches us home, whatever way he does it and when he wants to do it, I want us to put our faith and our trust in him. Because you can see and I can see, if you've got any perception at all, this world, the leadership of our nation, are just about anti-God. Amen. They really are just about anti-God. Everything that can be done to hinder Christian people is being done. And it's going to intensify. It's going to. This is what the Bible tells us. There's going to be perilous times and persecutions greater than we ever have. It. But you know what? The Lord said, I'll deliver you out of them all. I'll do it. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But I will deliver. Amen. We can depend on man so much. But it's our deliverer is in God. God bless you. Thank you for letting me be part of you. I didn't come for offering. If you've got another need that you can put it to, I'd be glad for you to do it. God bless you, Brother James.